Welcome to the Old Chats Pod with me, Amesha here. And me, James Factor. This podcast will tackle the taboo topic of mental health in a raw, honest and jovial way. We're two good mates who've met in London talking about their own mental health hiccups with some help from some special guests along the way. Welcome to episode 15. This is the Reflection Chat. Here we look back on 2020, discussing what we've learned from the year mentally, the positives we can take, and why we don't believe we should write the year off. Happy New Year, James Factor. Happy New Year to you. Fighting fit now? I'm not too bad. I'm feeling a bit better than I was last week. Nothing COVID-related, I don't think. Just, just a bit under the weather. Smells coming back slowly, which is good. Still? Still from what? When did, it first, when did you first get it in the summer? Yeah, from August. I joined a Facebook group with uh, 20,000 other sufferers of uh, COVID loss of smell. What sort of uh, news is on it's that? Just, it's just whinging. Just a bunch of people saying, I can't do this, I can't smell this. But throughout all the whinging, you get some... Uh, advice on how long it's taken other people to get back to normal and then what what the stages are in that and how your smells go go bad for a while so you, everything smells awful for a few weeks and then you push through and bit by bit it comes back so I'm in that stage now where I things are smelling a bit off and I've got a general smell of cigarette smoke in my nose so <laughs> you know you're a non-smoker aren't you yeah <laughs> yeah, largely non-smoking, but I, all I can smell is cigarettes right now. You could uh, you could save someone's life. I keep seeing all those adverts for people to donate plasma. You can do, they're, they're asking people to donate plasma if you've had COVID and beaten it, because you could be saving lives, mate. So. You mentioned that last time, and I feel bad that but, I didn't follow up on your advice. But I am going to go and see someone soon about a general checkup to get another test to see what's happening so I can try and do them. Yeah, we've got we've got imposters. So I'd like to remind everyone that we are old chats pod because we found I found some more imposters factor. There's old chats, some some losers have started it in October. Don't don't give them any traffic, but we're old chats pod, so remember that. And get the wrong show and and endorse their work. What have they got as their logo? What are they That's what's the their image? It's just it's just old chats with like a peach background so at least everyone knows that our logo shows us both so yeah that's thing will be won't be mistaken from it but yeah we did trademark ours didn't we uh, 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 i don't know yeah but in the same category as sorting out the music rights for the uh <laughs> crowded house jingle that no, we use no, and stuff they might, they might be actually they might be listening now yeah okay we'll cut that they might be listening all the way from new zealand like they haven't yeah. got anything else better to do they might come after us one day for that Wherever. In better news, Mesh, we have officially reached a thousand listeners. Oh, people are listening. People, a thousand, a thousand. In theory, people are listening to the show. How does that make you feel, having come up with this, the whole concept, and seen it come to life? It has been great. It's a great thing to do. But like I said, we both said this. We don't want this to fall on deaf ears, and we'll keep going until we hit two thousand, and then the rest. To be fair. I did some research earlier. You can't monetize this till you hit around ten thousand. So maybe we need uh, we need to get a few big old episodes in there somewhere. Is that true? It's, yeah. it's not about money, is it? It's not about money. No, it would be nice though, wouldn't it? 
we could buy could we buy a few a few thousand just to bump us up yeah we need to get some influencers to, to come on the show maybe <laughs> yeah we do we so far we've had very very interesting people with a lot to say but they're not particularly influential people maybe that's harsh but the numbers suggest that they have not pulled in the kind of numbers that we were looking for true probably because all those all those influencers are probably stuck with covid in dubai now so <laughs> look at the, they're not gonna, they're not welcome here no we don't need them mate. we're doing fine we're doing fine that's no, good but i think what with second week in jan everything's kind of turned up on its head again but i think we just wanted to kind of reflect on 2020 but also bring it into the fact of like the art of reflecting in terms of your mental health as well yeah i think week. to be honest there's a lot to say about what's going to happen in 2021 and back to lockdown again but it's not, it'll be nice to look at 2020 as a whole from when we started recording which was march time march april maybe yeah. maybe a bit later yeah. and done quite a lot of episodes how do you how do you feel that you've changed over that time and what kind um, of tips have you taken from either from other people or just as going through the whole lockdown out of lockdown process um yeah i think i kind of said to myself before when it first started i was like i want to come out of this like better mentally and physically which i like to believe i have um but you just don't know when it's going to finish but yeah i think at the first because i don't know about you but obviously because i knew i'd had like mental health hiccups in the past I didn't really think it affects me, but obviously, inevitably did. But when I, when it kind of was starting at first, I was like, "Oh, it's a global pandemic. Like people don't really want to hear my worries to an extent, or people don't want to hear how I'm feeling because obviously they're feeling, they could be feeling bad as well. And obviously, there's a global pandemic. But I think now people begin to realise like, mental health is a massive problem that's come off the back of the pandemic, whether you've got it or not. And I think it's just everyone's a lot more wary of talking about it, dealing about it. But that's how I felt at the beginning of like, oh, I don't want to talk to talk to people. But then fast forward a few months and I'm more than able to talk about it. And it's definitely been very rewarding doing this. Why was this the from the start when you were not as keen to talk about it? Was that because it was something that you thought might trigger another hiccup and just get you in that mindset? Or was it more that you like said you didn't feel that other people would really um want to hear about it or they want to sort out their own things first yeah definitely more the latter where you say that like i think it just goes back to that thing of like not being a burden when you actually aren't being a burden that was that was just how i felt at the time but obviously now i'm, I'm a lot better at it. i remember i texted you on new year's day saying it's been a lot better off having all chats pod last year than it wouldn't have yeah that was a lovely message and I replied in kind. Yeah, I was watching Jules Holland at like half 11, be like, what's here? What's going on there? Yeah. So that, did I reply straight away that time to you? Yeah, I thought you were pissed. I thought you were pissed. I, I, hours. You pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I must have been. If I, if otherwise, I would have left you for, for days like that. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, but yeah, how have you, I think, put your March 2020 hat on and then now, what do you think's changed or you found different, especially mentally? I think the novelty, the novelty of the whole thing really kind of overtook any sort of immediate mental health concerns for me partly because i think as i've said before some of my things were linked to to work to the office to certain environments that i wasn't entirely comfortable with and so it's so coming home to family home was sort it's 
it was uh, it wasn't an issue for a while, and then I think started to dip in and out again, like I did over the kind of I think once things started to actually release out a bit. Yeah. So in, in summer, which is strange because that's time when a lot, a lot of people would be probably feeling better because they can get on with stuff. But um, I think that was a time when. I was concerned about yeah getting into to winter and this basically where we ended up being in the same spot being an issue but like like the show has helped a lot that first show when we did it was um was a big sort of moment for me and then each one because we're saying how, how nervous we were before doing it and we know that people who've come on to the show who don't speak about these things very much well they may have not spoken about it at all to do it for the first time it's very it is a nerve-wracking experience so it's not nice to see because you know people have issues and you know you'd rather they didn't have them but to see them talk about it has been really positive anyway i've taken from yeah it feels as if seeing them once they've finished doing the episode and then from comparing to when they started is a it's a big thing for me like the main reason why i wanted to do this show is obviously like new year's everyone's doing like new year's resolutions and i remember seeing loads of people it's like new year's eve or like the beginning of the month beginning of january being like, oh, let's um, let's write off the year, like, let's write off twenty twenty, and I feel as if if you don't, if you don't learn from the difficult times, it's a bit like mental health. Like, you've got to learn your lessons from stuff that's happened in the past. Twenty twenty was like probably the most people's like most difficult year they've had, but you've got to learn from it and obviously take some sort of positives from it, or else it's pointless. You shouldn't shouldn't shy away from difficult moments because that is often when you see the most developments. Yeah, and I think people would have thought to themselves. There was, a, there was a lot of people saying, oh, I've learned this skill or I've done this thing or I've picked up a utility, you know, I've, I've bettered myself in some way. And I think a few other people would be thinking that if they weren't doing something like that and progressing in either an ac- academic way or career way or skill set, then that's why they want to write it off, basically, I think, because they, they, they haven't been able to do other things as well. But like you said, the, the mental health side of it, if you've come through it and you know that you can survive something like that in the future, in those moments, then that's, it just builds, builds stability, doesn't it, for the future? 100%. And everything you did before to make you happy or like some sort of enjoyment, that'll just be, that feeling will just be increased by like 10 times once this is all done. Like we haven't played rugby, it'd be almost a year we haven't played like a competitive rugby. In a few, and I was like, "That is mental." But not, not necessarily just playing rugby, but just being around, being around your mates. But that's the one thing I miss. Don't get me wrong; like, I don't love rugby, but the biggest thing I miss is just being around everyone and just chatting to people. Yeah, and that's huge. Like, you think about so much stuff that's just been taken from people's lives, and I just hope it'll take. It'll obviously take time for it to come back, but I just hope people don't like write off their hobbies or write off stuff that I previously enjoyed. Yeah. I've got somebody, a colleague who went to New Zealand over the Christmas period oh, yeah. uh, where everything's back, back to normal, basically. So, And I was just asking him all kinds of questions about what it's like. He just said, it gets back to normal very quickly. So within a few days, he just felt like nothing had really happened. Nothing, it had it'd never been restricted. And I've been thinking more as we've come out now about how that's going to be that moment when it all gets back to normal. And it's tricky, isn't it? Because people say they want to write off 2020 and say, 
just start again. But when you come out in 21 and get on with stuff, it'll be good to have a few things that you remember from it, I think, because you're not going to go back. To, oh, you're not going to go back to this moment again, hopefully not for a long time. So it's worth taking things away from it. I think for me, because I've been with my family um, and it's taken a lot longer than it probably should have done for me to speak to them more about my mental health than it did. When we were doing the show, it was a, it was actually more of an outlet because I wasn't saying some of the things that I probably should have been saying throughout it. It was still, it was still yeah. tricky to do. So I think just even very recently, we've had more conversations probably about a whole load of things that I won't go into detail with what they are, but without these, this situation, we may not have had that, those chats for quite a while. Maybe never. You don't, you don't know when, because like I said in, in a previous chat, it's a very narrow moment when you actually want to talk about these things sometimes. So you're either in a dip and you just want to get through it and you, you're not sure that you really want to talk about it. And then other times you're just getting on with your life. So um, when you, in lockdown, it's thrown up more of those moments when it's been, when you've been able to communicate and there's no one's going anywhere and it's, it's all there. So I'm glad that that came up. It's like the conversations have developed. So obviously because you're not doing anything, rather than me asking, like, oh, what did you do last week? It's like, how are you doing? And like the conversation have taken, like, they've jumped a few steps and like developed more, especially as blokes. Like we actually talk about more of that personal like, feelings and stuff. Everything's, I think everything's been developed for the better as well in terms of conversations and how, how people take care and look after each other. Like the, who'd have thought like the power of the phone call like, last year had make such a difference. Mm. People think about, oh, like, oh, people missing like the little things like going to the cinema or, things like that but the power of the phone call was so like beneficial last year and it still should be it should always yeah. be but I know it's I know we keep saying it like, I shouldn't need a global pandemic for people to care about the mental health but this is definitely like accelerate the process people take care of yeah the rhetoric point is I think that one will last afterwards as well because <clears throat> I think that won't that's that will have infiltrated a whole load of areas outside of just relationships that would have gone into general media and a culture and workplace discussion now I think so that what that's definitely I think it was moving that way but then this has all accelerated it into a way that it never would have happened before so I think that's always that's a benefit that's come out of it going forward because I went through a period where like you said the phone phoning people up that I hadn't spoke to in a while was uh it was a big it was a big thing and then possibly over the summer it maybe didn't continue as much and then it came back a bit recently do you think that's going to continue and how do you how do you think that relates to the whole mental health part of it because if you're meeting up with people like in person do you think that those that platform won't be there to have those kind of discussions do you think there's something intrinsically uh, special about a phone call which means you can just talk about things you wouldn't otherwise do in a pub for example no, I'd like to think those conversations still go on in the pub, but just because that might that might not be that might not be the first topic you talk about, unlike now because no one's doing anything. Um, but I still believe, I still like to have the hope that people still talk about it in the pub. But that's that's something I felt a bit weird coming in and out of lockdown is like dealing with people socially as well. So like just before Christmas, I was lucky; I was able to go to the gym with my brother, and even like meeting new people, I was a bit I felt a bit enclosed. 
like, just because I haven't done it for a while. So you're speaking all the time on like phones, like on Teams with work, speaking on the screen, but in person is like that social interaction. I found a bit difficult yeah. again, which is probably going to happen again. Like when I'm when we're in like a big big group again, whenever that may be. Yeah, I think that'll take a bit of getting used to for me personally and mentally. Yeah. I think my. <laughs> I think a lot of it will become just like a footnote of this period. And I think that's fine. I don't think that's that's nothing to to really worry about. But I think those those key things I think will continue going forward into the future. Yeah, and I think the whole this whole process is kind of shoehorn me into like educating as well. Like obviously educating my mental health, but like doing things that you probably didn't think you had the time to do, but you actually do. Like when you said you were learning a language and stuff. Like there's loads of stuff that I wanted to do, but now you've actually got the time to kind of put into fruition. Yeah. How do you feel from the people we've spoken to that you've, how's that aided your education, especially around mental health, but in any kind of area as well? Which conversations do you think have been stand out for you? A couple that stand out for me, and it's probably why, why we kind of done this was, I think Sharky's was great in the sense of, it kind of gave me hope that this thing like teachers actually think like that. Obviously, I, my teachers at my my teachers when I was at school they could have thought that, but we never had that conversation. But the fact that that's going on, which is great, and it just shows how stuff's developed when we went to school. And that was that was a big thing for me. And obviously, all the conversation we've had, there's been bits which I can relate to, which hopefully people listen to. And then I think the second one for me was it's kind of why we wanted to do this as well was learn about aspects of mental health. I haven't directly affected us maybe not yet so like patricia with the pregnancy and the priory yep. like i like to think at one point us two could like whatever you want to build a family stuff and who's to say that our partner at the time doesn't go through that or like she has friends that doesn't go through that like that's kind of a thing yeah and like that was that was there was a lot of questions in there that i've actually always wanted to ask patricia but never got around to doing probably because we worked together maybe but just because we haven't really had the the time to, to bring it up, which that was the two for me that stood out. But what about you? Yeah, I think the chats out. I agree with those two. They were they were big ones because Sharky, I think, was interesting to get how things might have changed or haven't changed since school, and it sounds like they have. So that was really that was good to find that out from from the ground floor. I think, I mean, the Dan Casey one, oh, give yeah. him a shout out. He'll, he'll love that. Um, was really it was just really interesting to hear that side of it because it's, I think it's something that we can all sort of relate to in a way, you know, image. Everyone's probably thought about that at some point in their lives and to have it really kind of distilled into his story. Um, I think, I hope that a lot of people took something away from that, that honesty that he gave in the answer to, to the, to the general mental health discussions. And I think it would have given a good perspective on not just obviously the the gym culture that we that some people have and <clears throat> that aspiration to look a certain way for men and for women I guess as well um, but just in general just look just how people look at themselves I think and what really interested me as speaking to everyone else on the other episodes was how people are kind of aware of you know who they are a lot yes. more than I think than I think. But, uh... C certainly than what I would possibly give other people credit for. Do you know what I mean? I kind of think like, surely I, I'm the only one who's thinking about uh, mental health to this degree. But 
it's much more and it led me to think that a lot of these things are not kind of uh, deep psychosis you know under the subcon you know in the subconscious yeah. discussions they're actually just beha they're behavioral and so environment becomes huge to what you're doing in any aspect of life at work or uh, with friends or at home and in any way and just that my awareness of that has increased hugely and realizing that that is much bigger than I thought it w was in the past and the things that may have happened to you before they will they can still influence how you are but you can discuss them and you can and you can look at them and you can build on that knowledge that you have I think look yeah looking at from when the start when I remember we I think I asked you a kind of rhetorical question like what would you say to someone if they said oh we've had you know too much mental health chats and in the last few years it's gotten too much and you know people are jumping on the bandwagon and they're using it as a kind of a smoke screen for other things to get away with stuff and I think the chats over this year have just shown that the 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 nuances within mental health uh, are great and there's a lot and and it's important to bring those to to discussion because if we don't have a frankness about these things and differentiating between them when then people are just gonna you know throw the word around and, and use it to cover up a, a a lack of interest but maybe a lack of a lack of compassion about it as well so i think the frankness of just going in and asking questions and not being afraid to get the wrong terminology, but then trying to look at how there's a huge umbrella that we're working with here. So we're talking about a lot of different things is hope is very useful. And I hope people have taken that away from the shows as well. It's like when I said earlier, like, oh, last year was difficult. People want to avoid it rather than learn from it. And same thing, having a conversation about mental health, it's difficult. And yeah, you're going to make mistakes. And actually talking about past episodes, like Larry, like when he talks about, the racial tension like as a black person and you have those difficult conversations and people are going to make mistakes but don't be worried to make a mistake it's better to make a mistake and at least attempt than not than not do it at all like and it's the same with mental health like constructive yeah. criticism say if you say if you deal with someone who's suffering in the wrong way hopefully they can have the confidence to be like oh you shouldn't really say that and then you should like take on the chin and like be oh sorry like i get it like just just learn i think a lot of times if, that, if we do make a mistake, we're just very defensive. I don't really take on. It's like, oh, it's like, it's like trying to get yeah. one up on each other. I was like, well, no, just leave your ego and pride to one side and actually just start learning. Yeah, there is. And that is just yeah. how, that's just the, 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 the nature of the discussions we have, partly because of the forums that we've got, which are shorter and they don't give enough room for full explanation on what someone's saying. But then in person as well, like people are, people don't want to say the wrong thing. In a, in a circle and I think mental health I think those two feed into yeah. each other so mental health and then wider cultural discussions as well such as race for example you know the Larry chat was a huge chat which really opened my eyes on on the subject and and thinking that you know that was something that I, I was vaguely aware of but I didn't I wasn't resilient enough I wasn't ready to handle the potential or oh, you shouldn't really talk about this kind of, you know, response to actually go and bother finding finding out about it. And I think as a lesson for all these other areas, I think it's a, it's a good one to take away. And the resilient side of things, if you can build on that, then you can look at these other areas as well that, that possibly link into it.
So you say you've taken resilience from 2020. What other characteristics do you reckon you've you've either built on or developed from 2020? If you said it, you know, right at the end of 2020 now, having um, more open, nuanced discussions about how I'm feeling with with family, especially. I don't want to say that, you know, it's been a nice curve into that scenario because it, because it hasn't, you know, there's been long, long periods where I haven't spoken as much as I should have done and, you know, for various reasons. But I think it's just knowing that as long as you do have those chats at some point, then you can kind of just get on with it in the meantime. I think it's, I think it's the idea that you, some people might think that that chat is not on the horizon for them, you know? And I think that it's, it's always, for me, I've been very lucky enough to know that that chat will be on the horizon, either with with you, like a friend like you, yeah. or someone at the club, or a family member, or you know, I've just got those people who, at some point, this it will come up because we are together with each other, and they know that I've you know had these uh, dips in the past, so that will happen. But without without having that that assurance that that was that was going to come up, then it would have been a lot harder than it was in, in parts but so I think that that helps but but apart from that I think just um just process I think just getting structure in in the day is always is always it's been the case before lockdown and it even it became even more apparent during lockdown that that was what helps keep everything going forward so yeah it was more important to get that in place and, and to not skip exercise or you know cooking or or doing the things because you can't distract yourself in the same way and if you don't if you spend a week and you haven't done all the things you want to do then you're just leaving yourself open to possibly not having the right mindset the the best mindset that you could yeah because i remember when the first couple of lockdowns were coming in and everyone was like oh experiment like a bit like not not simply but like they were pretty empathetic but like the people who like suffer from mental illnesses. And I remember reading that, I think it was in the news, and I was like, I don't see this as a problem. Like the first month, couple of months I actually found were great. Like I treated it like prison, like I was working out, doing my work, like I felt fine. Yeah. But yeah, it was like the, the June, July time, August time, which really hit me. And that was like, oh, this is what they actually meant when they said that. Because you're just with your thoughts all the time uh, and there's no real escape. What was your escape that you, what things did you work on for, from in that? Because I agree that was the period where I felt was toughest um i think you're just trying to take a step back and obviously an importance on like self-care and that it just goes back to what i said before i was like i wanted to come out better physically and mentally whenever that was um and it, it did help having conversations with obviously you and like friends i think even just doing this podcast like there were friends that i knew were suffering and this is like acted as a bit of a catalyst where we can have these conversations now just conversations about real life and like how are people are actually feeling same with you like it has been a real real roller coaster up and down and i kind of felt it creeping back in as well beginning of this year january's i only i've always said that january is like one of the worst months anytime like everyone hits january blues like it's blue monday it's blue monday blue monday this monday um so coming up everyone is always in a rut but now obviously it's a bit more of a bigger rut another big thing is like just looking out for each other like i know it's so bad being kind like there's always a value that i think we both had but now with the pandemic just makes you realize just be kind to everyone yeah well i think that i don't know how this sounds but i'll just say it because it's how i feel but 
it was a it was a two sides of a coin because I think on one side it was it was obviously tough and then the, the roller coasters did happen so there's dealing with that but then I think it was different from previous times because previously you knew that the rest of the world well in my mind you think that when you're having the, the issue you think no one's had no one else is having it. Yeah. and you, you think and it's it can be harder when you've got that you know that that social uh structure to it and everyone is pursuing everything they want to and doing everything they i mean not that they do but in in theory they could be doing all of that and then if you're not quite in your groove and you're not in the right head and you're not for example going out on that social or going to whatever for a few weeks which isn't completely natural for me anyway to go through those periods then you actually it probably compounds it when you see what everyone else is doing so i can i do take the, the 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 lockdown has been tough with those restrictions but then you do kind of know that everyone's going through it together, even if you hear stories of people, you know, breaching what's going on. That you know that no one else is. You don't. You don't haven't got FOMO. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, yeah. struggling with FOMO. Yeah, that's yeah. And I think when it started to creep in for me, beginning of this year, I just, I just went back to bed so I can talk it like day by day. It's such a simple thing to do. It's just just attacking the day and just yeah, just, just not dealing about the future, just doing, dealing with the present of that one day. Which works well. I'm not an anti like New Year's resolutionist person, but everyone's like writing all these things to do, and I was like, yeah, it's obviously tricky in a, a global pandemic, but I'm just a bigger fan of making like small changes as you go on, because I know I've had problems in the past of making like massive changes, just like binge afterwards. But a big thing for me that's like that I read during lockdown was I think I mentioned is David Goggins, so can't hurt me. Honestly, when I read the book, when I finished, I've had it in my room for like a couple of years. My brother gave it to me. But I finally got around to reading it in lockdown, and the second lockdown. And I'll give it to you, mate. Once you once you finish reading it, you'll run through a wall. It's, really? Yeah. It's basically, he's like, so he had quite a troubled. He's American, had quite a troubled childhood with his dad. Um, him and his mum like moved away, and he's like really fat. Worked for a um, exterminator business, so he just like just didn't really have much. He's a hit like a bit of rut. Didn't really have much like confidence. Quite a big bloke, and then. He was just like, right, I'm going to join the Navy SEALs. So he went through all the Navy SEAL process. And the best thing about his story is he didn't get through that first time. Took him a good few times, got injured, kept doing it, kept battling, and he just didn't give up and just kept going for it. He's a real, you can follow him on Instagram, he's a real extremist. Like, he is real top heavy, but everything he says, he just, the way he says it, you just believe him. He is very American, but even the book, it's just like, the book, like, his whole story, he basically tried to do, like, the record breaking um amount of pull-ups and basically first he did it on like their equivalent of like good morning britain in america yeah did it on their live tv and he failed and everyone was like oh that's just a bit oh yeah (laughs) and then he did it in a he did it in a gym local media came failed again and then he did it i think he did it on third or fourth time and but he did it right with a small crowd and did it and was like yeah it doesn't matter that i didn't do it first time but i learned from the mistakes he didn't like use anything on his hands like the first time and every time he just got he learned more from the scenario and did it yeah and that was a massive thing because he was like yeah people like oh yeah i've done it third fourth time like i should have done the first half and they're like the, he was like the people that say that are the ones who'd never even think about attempting it so he was like it's a bit like bringing it into lifestyle it's like don't don't care about other people like it's just you against you yeah and don't give up on the first first game exactly yeah exactly and he's like, everyone's always doubted him and stuff, but he was just like, oh, I'm just going to go even further. 
and like the art of preparing. Like, it's very, it's very like military based. It's like the art of preparing. So like he did like loads of ultra marathons without preparing, but he learned the hard way. Like I'd like to think if we ever did any of those things, we prepare. But he just went know. out and gave it thought. I'll give it a go. See if this. But then pays yeah, up. then he did that. He did that at first, and then realized he needs to prepare, like take food with him when he's going around and things like that. And then yeah. he got really good at it. But yeah, he failed like loads of times, and then it's through his failure he's learned through it. But yeah, I couldn't recommend I'm it. I'm into enough. that Navy SEALs stuff now. These discussions, the the things they go through to get into. It wasn't the SEALs. It was, I think it was all the Green Berets or something like that. It's mental over there. It's mad. No rest of the but world. But inc- it's uh, inspiring, though. He's been on like the Joe Rogan's podcast as well, mate. That's probably my dream guest. I need to see if you can pump him a message. See but, if you can. Um, he's got like four million followers on Instagram. That's how we can get to ten thousand listens. I'll tag him on the Instagram post. Yeah, we've given him. Advice. You've given him a great shout out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, definitely. What's the worst that can happen? Quickly then to 2021. If you get the freedom to, if we get the freedom to do it, what's your? I don't want to say bucket list because I hate that expression. What would you? Yeah. What yeah, challenge have like, you got lined up? Well, what we said before, like we've got set. Everyone sets goal settings and stuff, and like I haven't got around to doing them for this year. But yeah, I'd like to just set some goals rather than um, resolutions. But yeah, I haven't really, I haven't really got around to doing it. Yet. It's tough mm. because I remember when we did our first lockdown chat. I got to think about the places we were going to go in summer or the places we were going to like. We could see an end line, but obviously now it's like who knows when that'll be. So it's just like I don't think we can plan for the future. Just, just keep dealing with this stuff like a day by day basis. Yeah, no. The thing you were saying about phone call chats, um, I didn't. I kind of made a half resolution. I didn't. It wasn't a big one, but I just thought it'd be nice to have a uh, setup where every first of the month. I just get in touch with someone that I might not have spoken to for a while and keep doing that. Cause that was something that came up quite a lot um, in lockdown. And as a, you always get something out of it every time. It's never, it's yeah. always just getting past it. Cause before you think, Oh, you know, it's for some reason, it's always a bit of a drag, isn't it? Even the, getting the zoom or the phone call and you're a bit, a bit anxious before it. And then you always, you never regret it. So that is something I'd like to keep going for as long as possible. But if it fades out, if yeah, it fades man, out. I think it's a big thing as well. And it's just like looking after number one, and that's you. Like sometimes you often forget that. But that's something I'd like to keep going on. It's not like a selfish thing. It's like you got to look after yourself before you look after anyone else. How much self love do you think this David Goggins bloke has? Do you think he's is he happy or is he? He sounds like he's on a mission. Not a good mission. If you go on his Instagram, he should, like his wife, I think his wife runs his social media. Some of the pictures of his feet, he doesn't look like he does self care. <laughs> he's absolutely, he's, his body must be absolutely beat. Like, yeah. He's actually mental. He's, his wife posted a video the other day. They were like, um, and they were going for dinner. And he was like, she was like, oh, watch this. And I was like, what? And basically, they were going for dinner, but because he, he was doing loads of work during the day, uh, before he went out, he just did half an hour's worth of press ups. And like you could just see, oh, he was on a carpet as well, so you could like see the sweat on the carpet. There was like marks on the white walls, and then he, she was like, "Oh, you, we're going to be late for dinner," and she was like, "Oh, he's like, no, 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 I've got to do thirty minutes of exercise." Yeah. And like, there's loads of stuff like in over in the book, but like his his wife at the time and his mum wanted to do a marathon, and he was just there for support, and he was there like supporting them. And as soon as they started, he was like, I'll oh, sack this and just went. <laughs> and like, just, just ran in the marathon because he's like, I can't 
can like sit still and then just ended up beating his mum with this. Just overtook them. Yeah, just, <laughs> they just like he's like he'd just be sat at home and just be like, oh, I need to do it. This was like a hundred mile. I was like, that is mad. So, um, final final pearl of wisdom for people from twenty twenty. What would you you could harness um, it into one nugget? Pearl of wisdom is just realizing the power the power of your mind. Like if you actually can actually just sit down and put your focus on something, you'd be so amazed about what you could achieve. Like everyone talks about sacrifices and stuff, like in the normal world, people might have had to sacrifice something. Like say we might have sacrificed the work now to do this po- podcast, but they shouldn't be seen as a sacrifice now. Like, and just sit yeah. down, like put your mind to things. You'd be a lot, you'd be amazed about what you could achieve when you put your mind to stuff. That's one thing that I've kind yeah. of felt as if my mind's kind of like dragged me back over the years, but now I've got some sort of stranglehold on it. The possibilities are endless, James. Why would you think? That, that is, uh, I can't, I don't think I can beat that nugget. That's, that's pretty good. Well, because it's kind of, it's it's linked to being in, being in the moment, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think. You're, you're forced, you've been forced in 2020 for most of it to be in the moment. You can't, get out of it from you can't plan the future and i guess you you think about the past for a while but you can't do that for the whole time because you get things come up that trigger memories from the past when you're living your life and no one's been living it to the same way so it's been yeah very much focusing the mind the mental power and enjoying the benefits of it yes mate yeah lovely First one of the year, James Factor, triple threat round. Flip the coin, heads or tails, the loser's got to do a song, a story, a joke. After you, sir. Tails. Oh, it's actually heads. It is heads. It is. Well, <clears throat> I've got a, I don't know if you can hear, I've got a bit of a croak in my throat. Um, <laughs> so I've been drinking water for a while, but I'll give a song a go. I thought that was the start of a joke, you know? <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> You think I've gone straight into it? Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. I generally got a little cough. I'll do um, Fields of Athen Rye. I'll do. Oh, very nice. This is for James Turner, if he's listening, because he loves this song as well. And, and I've been watching old Lions, those Long Lions documentaries. Oh, yeah, on, great. On Sky Sports, and they, they love that song. So. <clears throat> My lonely prison wall I heard a young girl calling Michael, they have taken you away You stole Trevelyan's corn So your child might see the morn now a prison ship lies waiting in the bay. Low lie the fields of Athenry, where once we saw the small free birds fly. Our love was on the wing. We had dreams and songs to sing. Now it's so lonely round the fields of Athenry. Well done. 
Very well done. See you on the new lines, the next lines tour. I, oh, I'd love that. That goes out to all. That goes out to all the Welshies: Reese O'Neill, Sam, Sam Dal Bennett, Stephen Jenkins. I've had to put them in. It's, it's an Irish song, isn't it? Oh shit! Is it? <laughs> is it Irish or is it Welsh? No, it's Irish. Oh, I've actually fucked that up. Those star goes to shout out to Sharky. There you go. Shout out to Sharky. He, he loves. He'll love that song as well. Thanks for listening. Please follow and share us on Instagram and Twitter at All Chats Pod with a space.